All right. Last, last card of autumn. autumn. Winter's on the air. Mm -hmm. There's something in the air. Four. Four of autumn. Four of autumn. <sighs> what? The strongest among you dies. What caused their death? Or the weakest among you dies? Who is to blame for their death? There's no way out. What do you mean? You, they, someone dies. Do you want me to go over who's in the village real quick? Yeah, yeah. Let's give a little survey. Let's, let's give a, let's give a survey. And also talk about how strong I'm. And what we can, what are. we define as strong. Ambert, yes. Byron Bellows, Duncan, Egwene, Etney, Goldwyn, Greg, <laughs> your mom, Marion Selmy, Pete, <laughs> uh, and William. And Thistle. Oh. Or not Thistle, uh, Wicker. Greg dies. What are we talking physically weakest? No, no, I don't think we're talking about... Well, physically weakest probably, but I think in terms of strongest, it's like people who are mean the most, have the most power. Community. A loss that we would really feel. So if it's strongest, it, here's here's what I think. Uh -huh. If it's strongest, and we're not going to lose players here, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That probably means we got to take out Egwene or, or Wicker. Yes. If it means weakest, I think that means the only other elderly character. Well, arguably, you could also be like weakest is Wicker, your mother, or William. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do not think we get to we get to work our way out of this by saying. Oh, it's just some NPC we don't know yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was... It was... Craig. Jared. <laughs> Seth. Oh, Seth. Seth, he was blah, just... Blah. He was the weakest man <laughs> in the entire of <laughs> He was so wispy, so spindly. <sighs> he just blew away in a storm one day. Um, oh, no. Right now, it's between either my mom dies or Wicker dies, I think. Ooh. Oh. I think you can't pull that trigger on William. <laughs> I would kill William. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel nothing towards William. You know, what? I'll kill William. Wait, really? Yeah. Who's to blame? Yeah, who's to blame for his death? Who's to blame? Well, our health is a scarcity. It is a scarcity. So maybe there's some sort of sickness that spreads because we're in a totally new area. Mm -hmm. The weather is totally different. Have like a couple kids died, maybe? I think we can uh, we can extrapolate that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. But we really feel William's death because yeah. he was such a plucky young boy. Yeah. He just it hit him off. the hardest. So who gets blamed? I don't know if we need to know who. Like this sounds like the sort of thing where it's like it's not actually their fault, but like. Uh huh. Who gets blamed? Do we? Does the village blame the orc who is supposed to keep them healthy? Do they blame their leader who can? magically heal? Do they blame Etni because she's convenient scapegoat and also the person <laughs> who's supposed to keep them warm? I think it's a mixture. Mm. Um, I, like I, the leaders? Yeah. Yeah, this is the first I time we... this is a big blow. They start to question the leadership and they're like, you were supposed to keep us safe. Yeah. I think Goldwyn and Amber take really strong stances here. Probably. Yeah. Goldwyn in particular, he's, I think he's shouting just like, how could you let this happen? It's like, this never would have happened if we'd done my plan, if we'd done my thing. We would have been warm still. Yeah. You know. And it's like a particularly cold day, so yeah. everyone's miserable, everyone's Aww. sad. I think it hits Duncan pretty hard as well. Yeah. He's like, shoot. He's never had to deal with anything like that. And his school was 
lost too. Yeah. So like everything we're doing for the kids is just, just like failing. failing. Yeah. That's brutal. All right, we don't have any projects to reduce, and you still have to take an action. <laughs> you still have to do something. Um, uh, I think I should start a project or uh, yeah. a discussion. Well, up to you. Well, we don't have any projects, so maybe I should take a project. I'll do a project. I think we need to build some houses of healing. I think mm. we can convert some of the, the hot springs mm-hmm. and sort of um, clear out some caves that are just naturally formed and make them more usable, mm-hmm. where we can care for our sick and elderly. Mm. How long? Um, I think... Three? You, probably three, Three yeah. sounds good. All right. So we're on to winter. Now I'm just gonna shuffle here because the there's winter one, wins, so there's speak. one more mechanic oh, to winter. Oh, no, 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 when you draw no. the king, the frost shepherds arrive and the game is over. Oh. Okay, are the frost shepherds the white walkers? No, like? no. That's like the implication. <laughs> yeah. I know who the frost shepherds are and okay. it's not really that bad, but the okay. game is over. So sure. when you draw the king, so that's why I shuffled because I don't want to know where the king is. Okay. Uh, please don't let the king be the first thing up there. Yeah, it suck. Oh, it's like, it's like, <laughs> okay. All right, wait. It's, it's Matt me. Lee's turn. So, I have the queen. You see a good omen. What I is do? It? Wait, I get to choose? Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, oh, my goodness. Okay, a good omen. So, winter just started. Yes. In f- the first, like, real chunk of actual winter, and I imagine it is brutal. Brutal. Duncan's trying to grow a beard, and it's not working. <laughs> um, also, keep in mind, our characters mm-hmm. are like 20. Yeah. Maybe 21. Yeah. Well, probably about 21 now. Yeah. It's been Duncan's about a probably, year. Duncan's 21. I'm like 19. Et- Etni's probably 19. Yeah. So this is a lot <laughs> This of is a fuck ton. Pressure. Yeah. Oh, dear. On these young Egwene characters. is also about the same age, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's these kids and Wicker. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> Because the adults can't pull their heads out of their ass. Jesus. No. Oh, brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. I'm trying to think when I want to see it. Maybe I want to see it in the cave while we're holding out during that first storm. Okay. What, what, are the, what other things live in the caves? Like, are there fish in the... Yeah. There are, like, big old koi-looking fish. Like, they they live in this weird, very warm water. Mm -hmm. So Um, they're, like, big. They're, like, big. And I'm holding up, like, my arm span. Like, big. Like... And, and they're not. And they're not. For those of you on the podcast who yeah. listen to the podcast, so you don't have the visual element. Dane's wingspan is like just eight, <laughs> ten feet. I mean, this man. Is, I have weird, creepy arms. He looks they, like a like, gorilla. He yeah. walks on his fists. So when he says his wingspan, I mean, yeah. they, these are big fish. They and also like I just so you know, like I don't do a lot with my arms while we while we play. Uh-huh. They just like rest on the floor. Oh yeah. And they yeah. like loosely. It's freaky, really. Yeah, it's actually gross. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so the fish in the cave system are gargantuan. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Etni is just kind of like meandering about in the caves, and like it's kind of like a funny good omen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it it's a cave, so there's like. 
small openings. Nothing big enough to change the, like, little ecosystem that's in there. Right. But, like, if you, like, peek in certain ways, you can see, like, through a, like, crevasse that, you know. Crevasse. One can pay through crevasse. Like, the storm that's happening out there. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a little portion of a pond that goes, like, keeps going, like, underneath where the wall ends, yeah. essentially. And a little bit of snow. Like, falls through, like, plops itself on the top of the pond, and the fish just kind of, like, goes up and <laughs> just eats it. It's just, like, sweet and, like, feels yeah. with good feelings. Yeah, and Etni's just like, yeah, this won't be forever. It'll be fine. Life persisting despite, yeah. like, the yeah, All right. cold. That's Project- my good omen. Nice. Project Dice Reduce, and Indeed. then you get to pick a thing. I do get to pick a thing. Okay. So I just set... Real quick, what are our abundances and scarcities? We are abundant in the security, culture, and neutral in trade. Um, and we are scarce in lumber and health. All right. So I feel like Etni starts a project alongside Duncan and Wicker um, for everybody to really take advantage of being in the cave currently and start, like drying things and like pickling things and like learning new skills with the food sets there and like learning um but yeah and he starts like a little just like a quick project of hey we're already working on like our houses of healing like why doesn't everybody like get versed yeah a little bit cool like why not is that like a two oh just one cool all right all right my go here let's see Ace. Ace of winter. Now is the time to conserve energy and resources. A project fails, but gain in abundance. Now is the time for hurried labor and final efforts. A project finishes early, but gain a scarcity. Hmm. I think, I think your project fails. Yep. Etni's project fails. Mm -hmm. Um... But in a weird way, where mm-hmm. it's not, like, I think that they're, like, maybe Wicker steps in and he's like, okay, look, we can teach him during the spring. Mm-hmm. We can teach them how to do this for next time. Yeah. You and me, we're just going to do it by magic mm-hmm. and get us through. Yeah. So the project fails, mm-hmm. but I think we but... gain an abundance of... What are our two scarcities again? Lumber and health. No, I think we just gained an absolute abundance of food. Just food? Yeah. Like, I think that works out. Yeah. Um, but the Houses of Healing reduce one more, right? And then... Did it say a project finishes early? Uh, that, or, and then gain a scarcity. Okay. I chose a project fails, but we gained an abundance. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, Wicker is going to discover something new. Okay. <laughs> one day, midwinter... He goes out and looks out, and there's, like, 200 orcs coming. Hmm. And there, you get there, and they're mostly, they're very, they're very split. They're very young, headstrong, or rather old. Mm-hmm. And the remnants of the village have come back, and, like, their children and grandchildren, who grew up on stories of their village, have come back. Oh, dear. And they are asking 
to come in. 200? 200. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, that's the, end, that's the end of my turn. Yeah, so that's like, the thing, so... I, I think they I think they're just here and we can have a discussion about it. Yeah, right now? No, because that's the end of my turn. Yeah, that's the action. Yeah. Okay. They're just here. So it's um I think where we are and I'll just like we just need to cover the next two months of travel, basically. Okay. Um, Do you want to stop anywhere in particular that we should... Um, in, like, an in-between spot, or...? Well, I think we should roll Undertake a Perilous Journey. Okay. And I want you to nominate two people um, of the people who are with you, which are... Na- like, let's just go with named people. Uh, Tograph, Vea, um, Ayama, Warm Cotton, and Cardock Palm Clear Glass. Those are your. Those are the four people who are with with you, and they could be in rolls, and they'll just basically do the effect of rolling a seven. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's important who you think fits in those rolls. Who do you trust to? Because the three mm. rolls, if you remember, are um, Scout, <clears throat> which lets you know about danger, Trailblazer, who guides you and keeps you from getting lost. And quartermaster, who keeps everyone fed and kind of keeps spirits up. Okay. So where do you? Where's your role, and who do you elect to put in the other two roles? Because I'll just kind of like lay down what's basically going down. Is they're gonna sail south from Onto? Go check the map on Twitter um, <clears throat> if you wanted to know. Sail south of Onto around Eva and Cabri up to like the northern bit of Palin. Drop you off. Let you cut through Palin to get to Tyria and get to Lone Tree, which is your first stop, which is where the secondary heroes are, yeah. so that Vea can start trying to bring them in. Yeah. So. Okay. So. So I, like, I don't think we need to worry about the the ocean because I think Captain Mathis yeah, Dubois, Marcus, and Jane have got this, and like, I feel like if we were like, this is a little fan servicey, but it's like it, you know, we get to see these these old pirates that we knew. And, like, they, they're, they're taking you over the sea, they're singing you songs, and, like, you know, like, getting you guys through the storms, and they're, they're good at being sailors, you know? Yeah. You know, they've been out running Caspian blockades for decades, you know? Like, they know what they're about. So, like, I think we can, we can follow them on the ocean for a while, through the, like, the crystal blue waters near Cabri, past Capital and Eva, you know? Like, like places we've seen on, on screen before, and, um up and around where it gets colder towards Palin. Yeah, and it's really cold for us, too. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're like, this is cold. Yeah. Um, I think I think Tograph's doing okay. Like, he's like, yeah. it's like bringing back memories from his, like, early childhood, Yeah, he's you know? getting, like, kind of excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think um, it's important for me to give uh, Ayama, um, like, an, an important job. Cause I, yeah, because yeah, I think that you know she needs to have some kind of job, so I think I'll make her um, scout. That is an important job. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that she has to do that. I think I'll, I guess I'll be um, trailblazer because I, I think it's, it, it's a leading sort of thing. Yeah, and I think that's also just like relatively low risk, like for my leadership standing. Just gotta follow Yeah, it's just like it's just like even if fault. I even if I do mess it up, it's like oh, you know, we also We're have a, a captain, late. and yeah. you know, um, and then I think uh, 
I probably have to make uh, uh, Via or yeah, Via. Um, Your sister. Yes, I have to make her quartermaster because I think it fits her. And keep 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 a noble the noble woman in a position of power. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Quartermaster, keep her in a position of power, and I think. Um, uh, what's, so the one, what's the one I have left here? Nope, that's all three. Oh, okay, perfect. Because your trailblazer, uh, Ayama Warm Cotton, is scouting. Yeah, I think I think I keep Cardock uh, and Telegraph like close to me almost yeah, all yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want them to know that they're like you know right there with me, and yeah. I'm not really worried about telegraph because mm-hmm. he understands my situation he knows yeah. the power dynamics he knows how i have to handle everything yeah so here i will offer you this because i don't want it to leave it i don't want to just give it give the other two like a free pass here's what i'll give you <clears throat> if you roll normally uh they will they will get um they'll get a seven just like they'll have rolled sevens basically if you want to roll with advantage they'll both get sixes okay if you want to roll with disadvantage, they'll both get tens. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna roll normally then. Okay. So like, you're yeah. so like like in in that would be like I'm taking I'm taking I'm I'm taking on more of the of the share of the load so they can do a better job. Yes. Would be if you would take disadvantage, but in this case, nope. Dividing it evenly, these are all important jobs. Yes. What's your wisdom bonus here? Because it's a wisdom roll. Plus one. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's an eight. Okay, so everybody performs their job as expected. You're going to yeah. get there on time. You are... <clears throat> Vea keeps good track of the food. Yeah, I Nobody's think I, hungry. I, I think I spend the, like, the ride, basically, because there's only 40 troops. Yeah. So I think I spend it, and I, I get to know almost everyone by name, because right. it's a long trip. I yeah, mean, like maybe if you had been a little more detached, you would have done a better job of, like trailblazing but this is keeping you with the people yeah i think yeah. it's important that you know i befriend almost every single troop yeah so i you know make sure i take the time to you know be with them socially and things yeah. like that i want to take some time like when we're getting closer to consult my weapon as well okay do you want to consult your weapon on the ship before you land on land proper yeah okay so let's roll that let's roll that i like i like that i like that image of oh Ooh. shit that's not good so it's a it's a charisma roll. So four. With a plus two, you rolled as low as you can, huh? Yeah, so you I, did I don't do get that. anything. You did do that thing, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did do that you thing. You did do that thing. Okay. Wow. I get XP though. You do get XP. Wait, um, what happens if I roll low on that? When anything? you roll a six in this game, I get to make a move as hard as I want. Occasionally oh. there are very specific things that like like in your in your war band, your war leader move, there is a specific thing that happens when you get a six. Okay. In addition to me making a move as, as hard as I want. And in regards to heirloom, there is nothing about a six. Uh-oh. <laughs> got XP, though. You got that XP, though. Okay, this is going to be a little rough. So, okay. I also want to give you something. Okay. So, here's what I'll say. What was your question? Because you're going to get a full answer here. Oh, it wasn't even an important question. It was more of like a role-playing thing. And so I don't even have an important question to ask. Just ask whatever you want. Um, what is what is Caspin's weakness? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? Truth be told, 
I think I think I think Galen comes back to you. Okay. Galen. And he's like, I, I mean, he he like you, you asked that question, and he's like walking with you through the the forest. And now that it's like late fall, early winter, like the leaves are falling, even in this like dream world forest. Yeah. It's like, you want to know what their biggest weakness is, right? Yes. Well, Brim, I, I don't know. Like, like any military, like you can spread yourself too thin, but their armies grow as they conquer. <laughs> it's a large organization. It has the flaws of large organizations. but It's not the sort of place... No magic bullet. I'm sorry to say. That's what I was afraid of. Yeah. Hopefully nothing else goes wrong. <laughs> and like I think I think you put it do you put like a hand on his shoulder or something? Yeah. For the briefest second. So all the people here are sort of spiritual, sort of ghost like. Uh-huh. There's almost like an after image of your hand on his shoulder. Like a spirit. Okay. And like, Galen looks at that, and, he's, and he like looks back at you. He's like, be careful when you contact us. It can speed up the process. Good to know. Please. Oh, I do not like that at all. <laughs> is that my, is that my failure right there? Yeah, oh it's... Oh my god, that is huge. It's a heads up that like, if you use it too often. If you, if you, if you, essentially, if you overuse it, because as we've discussed, there are legends about you being able to summon whole armies of ghosts with these weapon, this yeah. weapon and like all this sort of stuff. There are costs to this. What I'm going to say is there's, there's no mechanical thing. Any, yeah. this is just like, this is just like on screen. Like eventually you will become a spirit in here and that will happen. But that happens at a rate dependent upon like, Massive overuse. Yeah. You have not massively overused anything. You haven't even come close. What I want to do with warning. what I want to do with this six is like just be like, this is the thing that it is. Okay. This is like, and like a typical like a typical failed roll of a six at like like it, like this is the sort of thing like if you fit, rolled a six while you were trying to ask them something in the middle of a battle, that sounds like the sort of moment when you might in haste leave a bit of yourself behind. Yeah. But this is like just like a. That's a risk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, also a point that you can be like, if you really want some ghost troops, bargain with me. Yeah, for exactly. pieces yeah. Of, of like for pieces of an army. That's what I, that's I that's that's all I'm gonna do. There is no other consequence here. It is just a big. This is me, your GM, holding up a big warning sign. That, yeah. Like, no, absolutely. Here it be is. Careful. <laughs> um, I kind of I'm kind of curious. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't really want to roll for this. But I, I just want to ask, do, does my character have any intuition of whether this is connected to um, to the weapon direct? Like, if the weapon was to be destroyed, would this be destroyed? Cause it, yes. Oh, okay. Really? Yes. Interesting. 100%. Yeah. And you've also... I will also say you've figured out how this place knows things. Okay. And this might be part of the reason they chose you. Wherever someone has walked with this weapon, they can see again. They needed someone who would go out. Oh, okay. So their their view is limited by places bearers of this double spear have already been. Yeah. 
So that's a significant amount of places over a huge span of elven yeah, lifetime. span of time. But it's not everywhere. Yeah. I don't think they have anything in Tyria. Because nobody goes to Tyria. Yeah. Just orcs go to Tyria. Yeah, why would, why would anyone <laughs> Nobody go wants to, to go. It's, it's like north of the wall in Game of Thrones. Nobody wants to go there. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, so, like, there are places they haven't really been. So that was kind of their hope with you. So their, their view is expanding, is what I'll say. Like, as you've gone. And it's not like some literal, like trick like you have to have walked no where the boat went they can see now like yeah I'm not, exactly yeah, yeah yeah i'm not gonna fuck you like that yeah um but is that is that is that a clear on what no, happened that's with clear. that six that's absolutely clear yeah because i want i want to be clear this is both a potential power and a potential like yeah cost thing yeah so. because okay yeah <laughs> okay i think i come back and i'm like okay well uh, <laughs> kind of scary like, maybe i'm not gonna to them for a few weeks like, yeah exactly just, yeah just like leave that behind all right um so you guys make landfall mm-hmm. and you guys travel through northern um northern palin heading towards tyria and more specifically the serpent's back Okay. Two of winter. Oh. A headstrong community member takes charge of a community of the community's works efforts. A project fails and then a different project finishes early. Or a headstrong community member tries to take control of the community. How are they prevented from doing this due to the conflict? Project dice are not reduced this week. I think I know what this is going to be. Okay. I think Duncan, almost without hesitation says we honor the commitment we made when they let us in which means that without question these orcs are members of our tribe they're members of our village if anything we're members of their tribe so we open the gates Mm -hmm. they come in and it's it's not like can our village handle 200 people 200 extra people it's like no our village is these 200 people like so we we survive or not by this and i think goldwyn and amber well, Goldwyn specifically mm-hmm. takes big issue with that. Yeah, and it's like we never asked to be here. Like these are outsiders, and two hundred of them. Like... Yeah, and starts to sort of like try and rally some sort of effort. I don't do know what that uprising him? looks like. Oh, no. Do you stop him, or does he fa- make your project fail and start a different one, or do you manage just to to quell him? I think we stop him. I think he challenges. Is it another duel? Does he challenge you to another duel? But I think he would have learned his lesson by then. Maybe he's been spending a year training. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been spending a year off. N- off. Yeah. I haven't been training. Yeah. Yeah. I think he challenges me to a duel. Is it close? I think it is... Um, Not as decisive as last time. Yes. I think it's shockingly close. Yeah. I still beat him. Right. But I, I think it's... Um, I'm surprised at myself at how I've let myself slip. Yeah. And how, like, the stresses of leading have made me forget the things that, like, set me on my whole life's course in the mm-hmm. first place. Yikes. Yeah. All right, Project Ice Don't Reduce. You have another thing. <clears throat> you have an action you can take. Are we having a I discussion? Have a, I want to have a discussion with Egwene. Uh, specifically? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My right hand. So, is Etni not there? I mean, she can be, I guess, if she wants. Etni's not there. No, Etni's not there. Okay, and Wicker's not there either? No, no. Okay, no, so I it's just, just you and Etni. Or you and Egwene. I just talked to Egwene. I'm at the keep. <clears throat> I'm looking out as, like, sort of the orcs are going back into the caves and building their yurts and creating sort of their... Yeah, they're, they're probably well. building in the ruins, specifically. Uh-huh. You know? And I'm like, Egwene, this... We're almost at the end of this. Of what? Well, I mean, of course we're at the start. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> of course we're at the start. Well, technically we're halfway through, and if you think about it, we're like 75%, which is like three quarters of the entire... I mean, I'm thinking of the year, but then also when I zoom out, I think of the whole thing, and then... Anyway... What I'm, I'm just, I just I I babble incoherently. Yeah, she's like, got like big eyes. Yeah, she's like, Are you okay? <laughs> it's like, um, I think this year is was gonna make or break if we could do it here, and we're almost at the end. And I don't know what's in it for us. And there's enemies everywhere, and there's problems, and some of them seem too great. And I think she takes your face in her hands. She's like, it's okay. I'm just so stressed. The winter's almost through. See, that, and that's, I can always count on you for that optimism. I, I really appreciate that. I think she gets a weird look on her face. And then, like, kind of, like, glazes back over to a smile. Uh-huh. And she's like, you're, you're our lord. We were... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I'm your lord now, but you can just, just call me Duncan. Because I've gone by so many names... But the people closest to me call me Duncan. Okay. Um, we're going to make it. I know we're going to make it. And, and that's why I think in order to cement us really being here, there needs to be a start of new life. And there needs to be, um, you know, sort of a, a commitment. And we need to show that we're here and that it's not just for now it's for the future as well and I think that means people need to express their true feelings for each other and that's why Egwene she I puts wait, her no oh <laughs> like she doesn't know what to do like she's holding up her hands like she, what should I say my thing are yes, you gonna say uh, a thing uh, you, are you gonna you say go for, you I, put your no, hand up I, but I was gonna say <laughs> where are you going um, with this that's why I think you and Amber should get married Oh. Next week. Or in next month. Or whenever you're ready, but just soon. Because I want the new members of the tribe to see you together. I want them to see us have our ritual and perform it. And the continuation of love and life. And and I want everyone else in the community to see that, like, um, you know, that we're in this. I'll think about it. She looks really, um, thrown. Uh-huh. Um, and you get the slight vibe that maybe not everything's okay at home. <laughs> Anyways, she's like, I'll, I'll think about it. Um, that's a lot of pressure for a wedding. <laughs> and I think she walks out. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Intermission here on the Level 1 Podcast. You're here with me, Dane, in the Intermission. 
Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you listen to our show. We spend a lot of time and energy making it happen, and we love making it for you. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. That's where you'll find maps uh, and updates about the show. You can also send us questions at level1pod at gmail.com. That's level1pod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us if you haven't already. Uh, it helps us with visibility and helps new people find the show. And since the main thing we're doing is building an audience, that's the best thing you can do to help us out if you like our show. Thanks, as always, to Sage Latora and Adam Kobel, who designed Dungeon World, uh, Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook, Peter Johansson, who designed the Warlord and Baron playbooks. Uh, additional thanks to TabletopAudio.com for creating all the soundscapes you hear on the show. Go check them out. They'll help your tabletop role-playing experience as a GM. The Quiet Year was designed by Avery Alder, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, that looks to be just about it for the intermission. Uh, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Let's get back to the show. guys make landfall Mm -hmm. and you guys travel through northern um northern palin heading towards tyria and more specifically the serpent's back mountain range now i think so i think i described this really briefly but the carriage that Tograph and vea travel in it floats Mm -hmm. so you guys can cut through any sort of territory you want because everybody else is on horseback and they can just go over any terrain right yeah yeah um so you guys are cut you're not going through cities you guys are staying like low profile oh magically floats oh, oh yeah okay, yeah wow. yeah. Right. yeah when you said it i thought i just assumed it was floating in the water nope Mm-mm. okay their carriage floats off the ground oh wow it's enchanted okay yeah it's the one bit of magic elves are good at wow okay that's crazy um i'm pretty sure that that carriage costs a literal fortune like yeah. there are probably some branches that that like who's like 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 probably the warm cotton like family reserve of of coin is probably less than what that carriage cost your father okay like it's it's not like on there's on no to... way that that thing's not gonna break <laughs> that's probably my first thought yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying like yeah your your you, your family is very very wealthy and very very noble and like while elves can do this shit it's not like there's a bunch of floating carriages in onto yeah it's that your father is like they need to go through the countryside, but, like, they're going to go in style, get me a floating carriage. Like, yeah, I think I think <laughs> I see them get off and get in the floating carriage, and I just go, I, I look at Cardock, who's sitting right next to Cardock, the, the, yeah. the, the clear glass? Yeah, yeah, I go, very inconspicuous, father. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there's this, like, there's this, like, small, there's a very small, like, uh, like, battalion. like a, a battalion of, of troops and a floating carriage sneaking and i put it air quotes there through the palin countryside yeah yeah do we stop anywhere or we just beeline so i think you are very close to the border of tyria and it's interesting because tyria is like it's not a proper country like the orcs don't work that way it's just like a bad piece of land that kind of serves as like a really really massive border between aldorf and palin they're just like we don't have to worry about what our border looks like. It's just, there's, there's Tyria in the middle. The orcs want it. Nobody else wants it. Just, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> like, so you're very close to the border. Um, when, uh, Ayama Warmcotton, who's been serving as your scout this whole time, comes galloping back towards you at like really high speed. I think I, I gallop out to meet her. Okay. Cause I'm probably in the front of the line. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I ride out to meet her. 
She's like out of breath. She's like, um, uh, we don't have a lot of time. Um, over the hill, there's maybe a thousand people. Also, you're nowhere near a town. Okay. You are nowhere near a town. Um, they don't look armed. They don't look like an army. Um, this is near the end of like the two months of travel. Like you're maybe a few weeks away from L- Lone Tree and being able to stop traveling. Okay. Uh, I think at the top of the hill. So you um, and Warm Cotton go ahead to the w- top of it. No. Well, I think I bring my troops with me. Uh, I basically like make an announcement to them mm-hmm. like about the situation. I'm like, okay, you're going to stop right before the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and I will go down to deal with deal with these people. Um, oh I think wait, they... no, not Aya. No, yeah, yeah, Ayama. Yeah, Aya, Aya is short. Yeah, okay. Aya's Aya, Aya warm cotton. Yeah, um, and she's like, she nods and and Cardock Palm. He's he like he kind of like gives you a thumbs up and like the troops trust you like yeah. this isn't a big deal so they're gonna just follow orders. Yeah. Um. So you two come up over the hill and you see. It's like a thousand people and farm animals and carts and not soldiers. You, you're pretty sure these are refugees oh and God. you're behind them, by the way, like they're heading the same direction you are. Okay. I think, um, I think I ride down like basically calling out to them. Do you like raise a white flag? Maybe. I think I raise my hand. I don't think there's any reason to raise a okay. white flag. Yeah. But I think, you know, I make it clear. Like, I obviously have the spear on my back, but I make it clear that, you know. Nobody's drawing weapons. Are you bringing yeah. warm cotton with you? Uh, Yes. Anyone else? Just just you and warm cotton? Just me and warm cotton. Because okay. I, like, I feel like the key to me getting an alliance with warm cotton or, like, getting her to trust me is, is trusting, trusting her. That's not, a bad, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So she, like, kind of, like, whips her reins and then goes out, off with you. Quick question. Does your horse have a name? What do you want to think on that? Oh, man. I think, well, I think it would probably be something to remind me of home. So I think I'm just going to name my horse Aspen. I like it. Yeah. So you guys gallop, gallop down, um, and you come across, and like, people are like a little nervous, because you're, you're clearly warriors. Yeah. And you get closer, and it's like, it's mostly humans and halflings. But there's dwarves here, there are continental elves here, there are half-elves. Um, you are continental to... elves different, like, distinctly different from Anto elves? Not, not in any proper way. Like, so they, they just probably won't... wouldn't be able to tell us from Anto. They'd be like, he could just be a continental. They could be continental elves. I think from, like, a, like a, the way you're dressed sort of way. Yeah. Like, there's some distinct, like, ar- like, your armor's a little different. Like, you look foreign, I think. Yeah. Um, so, like, and there's not many continental elves, right? Like, they're de- like if you think about a continental elf, like, like what the I The would... odds that you would see two of them would be, like, in the middle of nowhere. Right. There's the, the descri- like, uh, the way I describe a continental elf is, like, well, I mean, there are, like, like, they're just, they're, Im- they're immigrants, like, people from Anto, like, a couple generations back. Like, yeah. they can, like, every, more or less every continental elf can, like, still, still knows the name of the person who originally was born on Anto. Yeah. Um, except for some weird cases like Thorn. Yeah. Um, which is a particularly unusual case, but that's not important right now. So it's, it's a really diverse group of refugees, basically. Um, and... They all kind of like shy away from you 
Like, they're so clearly just, like, a cobbled friend. together. Yeah, because even the humans don't look like they're from the same places. Like, you can see some people who are dressed in Cabri style, which is kind of Roman, Greco-Roman-esque. Yeah. You see people who are dressed in a very, like, Western European, Anglo-Saxon style. Like, there's just a little bit of everybody here. Like, yeah. Like, if you could, like, squish most of Saren down into, like, a, a thousand people, that's basically what's here. So I think, um, I think, you know, uh, Brim kind of approaches and slows down and in a very commanding voice, <laughs> I think he goes, is there a leader that I can speak to? Um, and, and I think, uh, you're speaking in, does it take you a minute to switch to trader's tongue? Yeah. Like, do you say it in elven first and then like, no, oh, wait, 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 got us to speak in trader's yeah, tongue. Yeah, I think so. Cause I think you get a bunch of confused looks. <laughs> From from most people, um, even some of the elves you actually yeah. see nearby, and half elves, like they're like, like they yeah, like, yeah, cock your head, like what? And um, it also doesn't make any sense that somebody would be speaking, you know, the native language of Anto, like right. all the way up there. Um, there's probably a few somewhere in there, but they're not at the right here. Yeah. Um, and so you say it, and like I think a halfling um, comes forward and says, uh, "Is he on a horse or is he on foot?" Uh, almost everybody's on foot. I think I I jump off, yeah. I climb off the horse to greet him. Um, I think you, I think you're looking for Latima, probably. Latima? Latima. Uh, she's usually more, more near the front. Um, she's, uh, she's got, um, he's like trying to describe her for you, for you. He's like, uh, kind of a headscarf and a, uh, a temple paramount, um, amulet with all the god symbols on them. Um, she's, she's got this like long knife, um, Perfect. kind of dark, uh, I, kind of I, dark skin. Thank you for the description, sir. Uh, of course, of course. Um, and he like waves himself, his like off, like ah, I was going to say something. But what am I doing? Like, Wait, hold on there. Were you going to say something? Oh, you just—I don't know. I was going to ask if you were a fan of uh, of my book. You look <laughs> to be about the right age. Uh, which book was it? Chronoc, uh, here through time. My name's uh, Herman Balms. I'm trying, I'm trying to decide if, if, uh, I feel like he probably hasn't read it. Brim. You just look like the right age, you know, yeah. right age to be maybe a fan. Ah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm from Anto. I'm not familiar with that series. Uh, you know, we kind I of never did different... get it translated to Elvin. Too late now. Well, that's something that, hey, never too late, right? I only have a couple copies left. All the printing presses got... Well, I can I can read common. Is there? A, can I procure one for you? Uh, oh, I I have a couple copies left. I just I've been trying to hand it out to people who are fans, lifting spirits. He seems to be really genuine about this. Hey, fair enough. If I find a fan, I will seek you out. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> that's gonna be great. <laughs> that's awesome. That is a that's a great that's a great addition. Uh and I think I, I think at this point uh Brim gallops to the front to meet with uh what was her name? Uh Latima. Latima. She's very clear. She's very easy to um to spot. Um yeah. she's got a, a blue headscarf on and like 
a very like tan tan clothes with like a big red sash. Um, she looks like she's probably from from like the Cabri area. Like she lived there. Like she's she's wrapped in a lot of warm clothes to keep herself warm because it's almost winter up here now. Yeah. Right? Um, but her clothes are very clearly designed. Like she probably keeps her midriff open because it's so goddamn hot. Yeah. And like she's like translate. Like everybody here is like the some people are here. Like they're they know what cold is and some people really don't. And like. Yeah. She knows now. <laughs> yeah. But she had to change her clothes. Um, she's holding a, a little, a little, um, let me, wait, let me double check real quick. Um, a little, a little boy. She's holding a little boy's hand. Um, and then she like sees like. I'm sure she hears it first. She hears galloping hooves. Here's a, here's a really key thing. You haven't seen a horse. I haven't seen a horse? No, not among the refugees. You haven't seen a horse. Yeah. You haven't seen a pig. You, you have only seen sheep goats um uh female cows and chickens hens basically anything that can make supplies over and over again is alive yeah it seems like everything else is not okay perfect like yes i think i've definitely picked up on the fact that like the you know these people need help they're not in good they're not in a good place um Um, and so she 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 shoes him off uh, and like somebody kind of takes care of the boyfriend. I feel like it's probably kind of intimidating. Yeah. You guys are in... Because it's like... A, are, it's a war horse. Like it's, it's, a, it's a war horse. Two war horses. Uh, elves with like... Like I, I think a really important thing. Like an actual really good um, contrast here. And I know you haven't seen the movies. But like when elves show up in the Lord of the Rings films, they look so different. Yeah. And while it's not exactly the same like sort of like metal... I don't think you guys use metal in the same way. But there's like an elegance to something. Like yeah. elves care about stuff everybody's yeah. name like warm cotton clear glass like these things matter to people in, yeah. on onto so like you guys look the part <laughs> you know you have matching shields like i know yeah. you probably don't wield yours but yours is on your horse you have matching shields. like you guys are a thing and that's hard for like a ragtag <laughs> yeah a but rag-tag she kind of like she kind of presents herself with some like dignity um and she's like my name's latima i, I think uh, I, I jump off my horse Blessings upon you. Um, <clears throat> Brimgar Inte- Imtel, who rests in the shade of the tree Breakwater. But you can just call me Brim. Sounds good. I assume that you were refugees. That we are. And you are from Anto, maybe? <clears throat> I think Brim is doing some quick calculations in his head quickly realizes that there's just no possible way that he could like convince this person that he was from anywhere else so he kind of has to answer it truthfully yeah it's like yes that we are may i ask you uh where you are walking to seems kind of like lone tree how far out is that maps say a couple more weeks a couple more weeks yeah how much supplies do you have enough Enough. We'll make it. We'll make it. I don't think we'll... We'll make it. Bandits up here? Not really. Not really? We haven't had much trouble. Like it or not, Caspin actually keeps a pretty short leash on things. People might not be free, but they're safe. Well, we also happen to be headed in that direction. You also seeking the secondary heroes? 
Yes, uh, so I'm told. By the way, not a great name. Not, not particularly. Makes him sound kind of haphazard or something. But you've heard the stories. That I have. The legitimacy of them, I still have yet to be convinced. But hopefully they are just as great as the tales seem to tell. I wonder. I wonder. I hope. I, I, I pray every day. And um, she like rubs her, like she rubs her fingers on each symbol. Yeah. So I think for Brim, this is kind of tough because he wants to help you, the refugees, but at the same time, he just realizes that they only, they're not going to have enough rations to make any sort of dent in a thousand people. No. Well, they only have, cause they only brought rations for 40 and 40 well-trained people that, you and know, horses and, and horses and things that need to eat. She's like, um, well, we could take on two more if you need. Wait, what is he? Oh. She's, she's, she thinks it's just you two. Oh. Well, uh, last thing I don't think that'll be necessary. I feel like you have quite enough on your plate. But I will, I will tell you this much. When we, when we arrive in Lone, Lone Tree, which we will before you, we will make sure that we have people going back and forth to check on you and make sure everything's going okay. You sure you don't want to share the road? To be truth be told, like you're not going to get there much faster than them. Oh, honestly, okay. it's it's not so much actually a problem of speed. Like you're getting into mountains is kind of oh, is kind of thing. Kind it's like, going to get narrow. It's just like going to be a lot of walking horses. Like yeah, like that's kind of like you've kind of reached the point where like the carriage can still go a little, but by and large, you guys nobody's galloping, nobody's moving at a like a trot. So like you guys are going to move about as fast as them. <laughs> okay, I think he looks at Latima for a long time. I think war- and your your second uh, Ayama warm cotton. She's like backing you up. She's just standing there, kind of like yeah. Trying to, <laughs> yeah. She's trying to look. She's trying to look good, official yeah. and all that. Ayama, uh, I'll wait up here. Do you want to go get the others and bring them to the front? I feel like we're not going to move that much faster uh, on our own than we will with these people, and I feel like they deserve our protection. Yes, sir. And she like mounts back up and like. Like, goes off. Um, others, Latima says. Yes. How uh, many others? A small contingent. Don't worry, we can take care of ourselves. Oh, I'm... so you'll be just traveling alongside us? Yes. Offering protection if, if absolutely needed. Hopefully there will be no issues, but... Truth be told, and she, like, takes you further along, and I'm assuming you're walking Aspen, your horse, with you. Like, she's trying to get you away from overhearing. She's like... Places can be dangerous, and we don't have fighters. The fighters are gone before we even... These are all people who ran away, you know, not... We, I, I appreciate it. I really do. We won't, we won't ask you for any of your food. We won't ask for your horses. Just thank you. That's very good of you. Um... I'm glad we can help. Situations seem to be tough on the continent, so... She's very short, by the way. She's, like... <laughs> she's about, like, 5'5", five five, and you're quite tall. So she pats your chest, and she says... Mm. Tall Reen just speaks through you. It's good of you. 
Uh, do I know that name? Or uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. it's one of the gods, or the goddess, the goddess Talrin. She's the goddess of valor. Like you vaguely know what that means. Yeah. There's not a lot. Of, it doesn't like you don't get any like verses yeah, from like the holy yeah. book that come up about her or anything, unless you want to roll a spout lore. But like that's just I don't want to roll a spout. No, Latima. Yeah. It, it it's very clear to you. She's just very religious. She's mm-hmm. just very faithful. So this is how she says, you're very brave and very good. Yeah. Thank you. Like, this is this is how yeah. she she knows to express Oh, I think, I think Brim recognizes that and he says, of course. Now, I hate to ask of any kind of favor back and this is, uh, if it's too much, it's too much. But we would be, if you could gather your people at some point, we would be um, so thankful for any intel you have from the continent of anyone of any happenings, of anything like that. We've lost most of our connections up here. I figure we have a couple weeks to travel. Might as well make it mutually beneficial. Well, I know about everything worth knowing, honestly. We don't have much intel, but I'll share what we can. Let's, 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 there's no need to wait. And I think, like, we can, like, do this conversation that you want to have while, like, your troops kind of come in how do you want them sort of situated? Do you want them like in a group at the front? Do you want them kind of like spread around or I want, cause like, it's going to get kind of narrow. I want like a group. No, I want them to stay together. Okay. Um, useful because, as, a, as a group, they're much more useful. Is it the idea? Yeah. Well, not only is that the idea, but at the end of the day, like I have to prioritize my own troops. I have to make sure that, you know, they're all together. You have to prioritize the, the carriage too, which probably yeah. comes up straight up to the front too. Yes, exactly. I think that there are a lot of, I think there's a mix of reactions in the in the group of of refugees where it's like on the one hand they're like, oh we have soldiers now that's that's cool that's yeah. good and then there are also people who are like, oh these rich fuckers have horses and they have a floating carriage yeah like, yeah exactly like why aren't they giving us food or money or like there's some resent like I don't think this is like a fully good or fully bad reaction from any I think yeah yeah uh, well I, I I think I think that at the end of the day. Brim probably knows that, and I think he's, like, happy with... It's it's about as good as you can hope for. Yeah, he's happy for, you know... I think, for the most part, you know, he understands that he's providing them protect... Whether or not they want him to give more, he's, he's giving, giving something. He's giving something. He did not have to do that. That yeah. is a... That is a... Um, that's a thing. Yeah. You know? Um, so, it's like you and... La- like, while this is, like, kind of, like, coming together, and, like, the, the... The... The battalion and the refugees are kind of becoming a temporary group, singular group, yeah. you and Latima can have this conversation. So, like, she's like, what do you want to know? Well, here's, I'll tell you what I do know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that only few countries are free. Um, she's like, kind of runs it through her head, like, uh, Aldorf, Palin, um, Isle of Yore, I think, but it's weird, like, yeah, it's it, they're barely a government. I mean, Tyria, but again, barely a government. Uh, and we heard that you were still free, but everywhere, everywhere else is just Caspin now. Okay, so that I do know. I also know that they are targeting ley lines. What? Okay, don't. It's it's complex. It's a. Sources, a military, of, a military? sources of magic. I'm sorry. I, I I know it seems like I'm really in charge here, but like, I just put the first group together back in TARDIS. I'm a florist. <laughs> like she laughs a little bit at you. Like she's like, I was a florist. Like, so I I don't really get the whole military thing. So if, it must be like a target. I, 
We didn't know about that, so yeah. Okay. 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 How how are they to the people? It's complicated, actually. Um, there's some people who stay because it. Well, the people in Caspin, broadly, it's in some ways it's better. They're living better lives than us right now. They're everywhere. People get to like pick their own leaders. They. Um, Everybody seems to have enough food, and bandits are stopped, like, you know, with their special troops. Um, prevent sort of bandit attacks, or put down, like, troublesome monsters, and it's safer, it's better, but you have to be Caspin. You, if you're, if you're a, a, a halfling, you don't speak halfling anymore you know so that's you the, speak so that's the reasoning for leaving you people don't really get to leave once you're there you don't you have to get permission to travel from town to town traders have to have special papers bards have to have all bards traveling now have to have accreditation and you know and she's like fidgeting this whole time this makes her really nervous because it's complicated like People are, by and large, in a healthier, safer place than her refugees. Yeah. She's like, well, I but think, they're not yeah. free. That's that's her thing. It's like, these people saw it coming and fled, and we've kind of, like, grouped up as we've gone, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the secondary heroes turned back a whole army with just a couple people. And they were able to run without even running, you know. They, so people have hope that maybe they can make a difference, so we're going there. Besides, a, nobody wants to be in Tyria, right? Uh, you're not wrong. So, and, like, there's, shivering. like, wind howls. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, and it starts snowing. Like, yeah, nobody wants to... <laughs> I think, uh, at this point, he's like, uh, you know, why don't you... Um, come up in the carriage and meet Vaya. I think that you two might get along. I think he brings brings her up. And I think that, you know, part of this is he's he wants to, like, show that, you know, he's, like, helping the leader of these people out. But I think he right. also wants, like... I think... I, I think, think he thinks that Vaya uh, would get along well with this person and she's the one who should be doing the diplomatics yeah. I, anyways. I think, I think they're doing a really... They, they do get along. I think Latima, like, for, like, optics reasons, doesn't get into the carriage. Yeah. She walks. And, like, I think at some point, Vaya, Vaya gets, um, I think she gets out, you know, and, and like, walks with her. Um, and maybe Telegraph, too. But, like, yeah. like it's, it's like, a weird thing, like, where, like, she doesn't want to show herself, like, but I think they get along, and they're really, they're talking. Is there anything else you want to ask her um, before we kind of move on to, like... The final scene here because we're getting close yeah i think he's just gonna ride up and just be like lazima is there anything else that i should know that you think we should know um this is this is just something i've been asking everybody um you don't by chance know a jorn nayworth do you uh oh man i there's no way he would right i don't think yeah. so no um no i do not oh, oh well had to try. Fair enough. 
And I think, you know, at this point, it just seems like the conversation's closed. So. Yeah. And I think she walks out. I think it's Etni's turn. Why would I push that on her? That was so dumb. <laughs> Alright, this could be one of two things. Uh, yeah, we're down to the last two cards. I totally forgot about Contempt as well, by the way. Oh, me too. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think anything's happened that I would have taken Contempt for. Nah. Yeah, I guess not, yeah. Outside of maybe William, but like... Yeah, you could throw some Contempt, contempt. on that. <laughs> Well, I guess we're playing all the way through. It's a nine. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Nine of winter. That's actually bad because that just means more stuff can go wrong. I know. Ah! I kind of want the king. Winter is harsh and desperation gives rise to fear mongering. Choose oh, one. Oh, wait, no, that's eight. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, nine's worse. My bad. Great. Uh, Someone uh... goes missing. They're alone in the winter elements. Choose one. The community organizes constant search parties and eventually the person is found. Project dice are not reduced this week, which means that the Houses of Healing will not get finished because we know what the next card is. Or, no one ever hears from that person again. So, what's on the table is Houses of Healing and gaining our health back, right? Or, we lose another NPC in Dungeon World. No, any of this is going to (laughs) Do you want, hey, here's a question. Do you want to hold an actual discussion about this? Because, like, we can decide who's gone missing and then have a decision. Yeah, let's, let's decide who has gone missing. Okay. Shall I go over the list once more? Yes. William, R.I.P. William, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Sweet Ambert, William. Byron Bellows, uh, Egwene, Goldwyn, Greg, uh, your mother, uh, Pete, um, and Wicker. What if Ambert goes missing? Right after that conversation. That yeah, would be. That I, would be. I think Egwene murdered him. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I think it's most interesting if Amber, Egwene, or Wicker, yeah, goes missing. What if Egwene goes missing right after that? I think that makes the most sense. Like she goes, like I'm gonna go walk and clear my head, and then a storm whips up. I think that's I think that's the thing we should do. Yeah. Because <laughs> why would Wicker get lost? Yeah, he'd probably oh. also just magic himself back. Wow. <laughs> so it's 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 Quiet the... Year does not fuck around. <laughs> they go rip your heart out. <laughs> okay, so we've got so it's ah! it's Duncan. But wait, and... which but which one's happening? Uh that's what the we should have a have a discussion about. Okay. So I think it's this little About or, the search party? About do we go search or do oh. we or do we finish the, or houses, we finish of the houses of healing? And I think it's it's Wicker, it's Duncan, <laughs> it's Etni, and Ambert's in the room. Oh, no. Because it's his fiance. Oh, shoot. Okay. You go first. This is your turn. Et. <laughs> yeah, Etni. We've... We need to come to a really difficult decision. 
Seven children have died since the fall. We have not prioritized the houses of healing. But with the queen missing, any efforts to finally finish that would be directed toward finding her, if we can even find her. I think Wicker speaks up and he says, I mean, what's one more week on the houses? There's always next week. <laughs> Wicker, you know better than anyone that's not true. I know, but she's one of the leaders of this community. But to be fair, I can, I can find her. I can do it. Or I can spend the last bit of enchantment on the Houses of Healing, like you'd asked. I think Ambert's just fuming. I think he, like, every once in a while he's like, that's my fiancé! <laughs> like, just, like, furiously. Yeah, well, not everything was going great at home, Ambert. So, Stay out of it! That's fair. Um, we just added 200 new villagers in the midst of winter. And we need the administrative help that Egwene provides in order to account for those villagers. We also need a way to heal them if they're sick or injured. Are we just going to keep letting the kids die? <sighs> Etni, again with the kids. <sighs> yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I... <laughs> 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 yeah, everybody just looks at you. Yeah, everyone's just like, what? Jesus, <laughs> Okay, I'm under a lot of stress here. I'm under a lot of stress. And I get that Etni likes her little kids, but I like 700 people who happen to live in Lone Tree. <laughs> who better to organize the swift completion next week? People die... But the sun rises. No child is on death's door tonight. Egwene is. Fine. Maybe there's a chance she survives and comes back on her own. And if not, we wasted all of this time and energy on somebody who's already gone. Listen, I loved Egwene as much as anyone else in this room. The last time I spoke to her, she promised me that things were going to get better and that we were going to get out of this. Prove her right. Spring is almost here. Well, this isn't my decision to make. Etni, I defer to you on this. I'm too... I'm too conflicted. I knew her too long, and I have too much responsibility to this community... This is your choice. Who's fit to go find her? Wicker, do you need assistance? I'll, I'll go look for her, if that's what's decided. I know some of the young orcs who came. They'll be better than any of you. 
I'll send them with magic to guide them. But that magic would be diverted from finishing the houses. Indeed. I'll see to it. We'll bring her home. And he goes, and like, I I think from a morale standpoint, this is pretty good though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, true. That's actually very true. Because like two orcs go running out into the into the blizzard to go rescue to go a rescue. human. Yeah, and they bring her back, yeah. and it like I think there's a feast. Yeah, and to be fair, I don't think any children die. Uh-huh. And how, like how and does, like next week, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. And how like, does Egwene feel about me? Does she ever find out that I advocated? Probably, but I don't think she. I think she. It, it, she has enough selfish bones in her body to be grateful uh-huh. and not be mad. Yeah, yeah. Alright, it's my turn. I, I wonder what the, <laughs> the card could be. Hmm. I guess there's only one way to find out. We, we have an instrument that makes white walker noises. <laughs> Maybe I'll do some contempt on the... Ooh, yeah. Last out. moment contempt. Yeah, they'll do a last yeah, moment Yeah, I'll take contempt for... Alright. <laughs> Even though I think in the end it'll probably be... <laughs> But make it interesting. Yeah. I have drawn the King of Winter. The Frost Shepherds arrive. <gasps> I think another couple weeks pass, and you guys go through a very narrow pass together. Um, and I think people really actually kind of like, like that your horses are all at the front because they push the snow down yeah. into a really easy thing to walk over, Yeah, which is super nice. Um, and it gets colder. <laughs> your interior proper now you pass through a valley and there's like, I'll describe it as like the valley opens up and it's like massive, wide, wide valley, like hun- like a hundred leagues across valley. And each mountain range kind of marks the border of uh, that Tyria has with the other two nations. And straight down the center of Tyria, you can see the Serpent's Back mountain range. And it's like, yeah, that that's that's the Serpent's Back mountain range. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like very obvious. Yep, that's it. Like, that's the thing it is. Um, and it's like super ridged, like Alps-style mountains, right? That's how we've described them in the past. And it's luckily just late winter now. where It's almost a year to the day of the of the um of the ball um maybe a couple days later a couple days before it's kind of shaky right and you can finally see lone tree and it is an odd thing you even in the distance you can see it. like you can come you're on maybe like a slight ridge and you can see it because it's a bunch of weird tullian houses yeah surrounding a particular like strangely built orc building like you've seen pictures of orc buildings yeah and it's like that's weird it's weird looking yeah and like the way it got like dropped down is like nobody planned shit this way and like there's a part of you that is starting to buy that that maybe this place got just moved like and that's a weird feel how do, yeah. how does how does brimgar feel about seeing that maybe somebody did teleport a whole town well, I mean... That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think he looks at it for a second and then just kind of um, looks at looks at uh, Vaya. Uh, uh, your sister? Yeah. Vaya? Vaya. Oh, I, we keep pronouncing Vaya. it. 
different ways. We'll get it. We'll get there. We they, uh, <laughs> your jaw, like fucking. It's the same yeah. thing or less. Okay. Here, Vea. Vea. He looks at Vea and um, and he just goes. And Togruff, who we're both sitting right next to him, he goes. Do yes. you think that I actually moved that? I think Tograph is like thinking about it and like it's like that doesn't look like like look around. Like he's like it's all pine trees here. I'm pretty sure that those are oak buildings with straw. Where would straw grow here? I don't know how those buildings would get built without even if even if it wasn't teleporting, they made those buildings by magic. I don't know how they did it. Well, I have no idea what we're going to walk into, but we have to do it together. And, yeah. he, uh, and I think he kind of rides around and uh, basically tells his troops to get into like marching formation. Because they've just been kind of walking at this point. Yeah, so they're mounting up. They're doing that. Yeah, but so exactly. you guys are like, like, I want you guys to be in stride when we come to this yeah. place and like ready to go. Yeah. Like, so you guys are descending off this ridge. All, all probably about a thousand, thousand refugees, your troops... Um, carriage at the front, Latima's up there with the little boy again, um, who you've probably get gathered is probably just like a little orphan boy who did yeah. not, whose parents did not make it out of some city that she's taken direct care of. Yeah. Which gives me a lot of sympathy for him. Yeah. Bet, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're, you've got your, your troops in marching order and you're out in this open area. Cause like you're still maybe like 50, not 50, like t- 10 leagues away from, from, from Lone Tree, maybe. Um, you're in this open space where you're not in mountains anymore. You're on these, like, plains um, between. Are they snow-covered or are they bare? They're pretty snow-covered. It's late winter, yeah. which is... It's late, late winter, almost about spring, which for them is still dead winter, right? Yeah. And that's when you hear the screaming. Oh. From the refugees. Starting in the back, pointing, screaming, you turn, and you see the strangest sight you've ever seen in your life. Barreling down at you from the west, from some mountain ranges, are what look to be centipedes, the size of carriages, bigger, and in the front, there's one maybe twice the size of the others. They have strange white exoskeletons. They're scuttling at high speeds. You see one belch fire. There's maybe 20 of them. You know that if they hit the refugees, many, many people will die. You also know that that is a force that maybe your force can't win against. And we'll have to pick it up next time. Oh my god. 